What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the JT Sports Podcast. I'm your host, JT. We got a really exciting episode. The Aaron Rodgers saga seems like a never-ending book. Every time it seems like the final chapter is about to be written, another chapter reveals itself. So it looks like the current holdup with Aaron Rodgers being traded to the New York Jets is trying to come to terms on an agreement for what the Green Bay Packers are going to be getting in return for Aaron Rodgers' services. And are the Green Bay Packers being a little too greedy? Is Aaron Rodgers worth the first round pick? We're going to talk about that. We're also going to discuss a rumor circulating around that the Las Vegas Raiders tried to trade for the number one overall pick with the Chicago Bears. We're going to discuss why it didn't work out and why it was a bad decision on the Las Vegas Raiders behalf not making the deal. And lastly, I'm going to explain to you guys why I feel the Raiders should draft Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker in the upcoming 2023 NFL Draft. If this is your first time listening to the JT Sports Podcast, welcome. I appreciate you for tuning in. Make sure that you listen to the JT Sports Podcast available on all podcasting platforms. Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts from, you can find the JT Sports Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode of the pod, leave us with a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it. And share this episode on your social media platforms with your friends, family members, and acquaintances. This Aaron Rodgers saga is like a book with no ending. So Aaron Rodgers, he ends up having to make a decision for what the future of his NFL career is going to be. Is he going to retire? Is he going to resume the rest of his playing career with the Green Bay Packers? Or is he going to ask for a trade and finish his playing career playing for another organization? So Aaron Rodgers goes on this darkness retreat for a couple of days to think over the decision because this is really important. And while Aaron Rodgers is on his darkness retreat, the Green Bay Packers came to the conclusion that they were willing to move on from Aaron Rodgers and that they are ready to move forward with Jordan Love. So Aaron Rodgers comes back from his darkness retreat and the Green Bay Packers basically tell him, hey, Aaron, we love you. We appreciate everything that you've done for this organization, but we're ready to move on from you. So let us know what you're going to do. Are you going to retire or do you still want to play elsewhere? So Aaron Rodgers gets permission to speak with the New York Jets. So the Jets owner, their general manager, Joe Douglas, their head coach, Robert Sala, and offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, all load up on the plane from the Big Apple and head all the way to the West Coast to California to speak with Aaron Rodgers. And the meeting goes pretty well. And it goes well to the point that Aaron Rodgers ends up having no problem playing for the New York Jets. And a couple of days ago, Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show and he said that he expects to play for the New York Jets this season. The only thing that needs to be worked out is the trade compensation between the Packers and the Jets. Now, the Green Bay Packers, though, they're ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers, but they just don't want to move on from him for anything. They want to get something valuable in return. And what do the Jets have that the Green Bay Packers want for Aaron Rodgers? The 13th overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. Now, the New York Jets, 
it seemed like they were willing to give up anything to get Aaron Rodgers. But now that the Green Bay Packers won a first-round pick, things are now starting to get a little bit interesting. Is Aaron Rodgers worth the first-round pick? This is somebody who's 39 years old. He's coming off the worst season of his career. But prior to last season, this was somebody who was coming off back-to-back MVPs. So you're wondering, what Aaron Rodgers are you going to get if you are the New York Jets this season? Are you going to get the Aaron Rodgers that you saw in 2022? Or are you going to get the Aaron Rodgers that dominated the NFL for well over a decade? Another thing is this, Aaron Rodgers was really close to retirement. So if you give up the 13th overall pick for Aaron Rodgers, is Aaron Rodgers only going to play for a year and then retire, or are you going to get two years out of him? And that's what makes this a really interesting discussion. Now, if I'm Joe Douglas and I'm the New York Jets, I'm telling the Green Bay Packers to get out of here. I'm not giving up the 13th overall pick for a guy who I don't know is going to be playing football after this year. It's just not that smart. And you can say, well, JT, this is Aaron Rodgers. Imagine if he balls out. Okay, cool. But I still want to make sure that if I'm giving up a draft pick this high, that I'm going to be getting elite quarterback playing, that I'm going to be getting Aaron Rodgers for at least two more seasons. Now, a lot of teams around the league view that the compensation for Aaron Rodgers should be a second round pick. But for the Green Bay Packers, though, you really don't want to part ways with the best player in the history of your franchise for just anything. And giving up Aaron Rodgers for two day two draft picks wouldn't be a good look. So therefore, the Green Bay Packers really won the first round pick in return for Aaron Rodgers, especially the 13th overall pick, because them getting the 13th overall pick, they could do anything. And that 13th overall pick could greatly help the Green Bay Packers. But for the New York Jets, they're saying, we don't know if... Trading for Aaron Rodgers warrants of having to give up a draft pick this high. And you kind of could say that the Green Bay Packers may be being a little bit too greedy. Now look, if Aaron Rodgers ends up playing really well for the New York Jets, could you say that the Jets probably were right to give up the 13th overall pick if they do trade that to the Green Bay Packers to get Aaron Rodgers? Then you probably could say, yeah. But what if he only plays well for one season and then he retires? Then what would you say? Would you say it was still worth it? Or what if Aaron Rodgers, you give up the 13th overall pick, but he ends up not playing good? Then what? And this is a really unique situation for both franchises because these two organizations have done business in the past. Remember back in 2008, when the Green Bay Packers traded Brett Favre to the New York Jets. So Brett Favre at that time was traded for a fourth round pick, which eventually turned into a third round pick because part of the agreement during that trade was that if Brett Favre played 50% of the snaps for the New York Jets that season, that fourth round selection would turn into a third round pick. And they also agreed to a second in the first round pick. If Brett Favre played 70% of the New York Jets snaps during that 08 season, that fourth round pick would have turned into a second round pick. And if 
Brett Favre would have played 80% of the New York Jets snaps that season, plus he was able to lead them to the Super Bowl, they would have gotten a first-round pick in exchange for him instead of that third-round pick or that fourth-round pick that they initially gave up for him. You have to wonder if that kind of trade could end up coming back in this situation. It seems like the New York Jets don't really want to give up that high of a draft spot to get a guy like Aaron Rodgers who you don't really know how committed he's going to be to playing football long term. But the New York Jets though, at the same time, they desperately need a quarterback. And if you can't get Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers say, you know what, we're good, we're not trading Aaron Rodgers, what are you going to do? Are you going to try to trade for Ryan Tannehill, Matthew Stafford? Like, what are your next options at quarterback if you're the New York Jets? So if you're the Jets, you're kind of in a position where you need Aaron Rodgers because if you don't get Aaron Rodgers, then you kind of make your quarterback situation going into next season really, really questionable. And if you're Robert Sala, your job may be in jeopardy. You may be on the hot seat going into the 2023 NFL season. So therefore, if you want a chance at being able to remain the head coach of New York for long term, you have to be able to get the quarterback position right. Same thing with Joe Douglas. If Joe Douglas wants to stay the GM for the New York Jets, they got to be able to win some games. And Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, I feel, both have done a fantastic job. But it seems like their owner really wants to win. And if they don't win big this year, will they be around come 2024? We don't know. So Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, I'm pretty sure they're feeling a lot of pressure to get this deal done. Will they cave in and give the New York Jets or will they cave in and give the Green Bay Packers that 13th overall pick that they currently occupy? I don't know. And to be honest with you, I don't really think Aaron Rodgers at this stage of his career is worth a first rounder. The New York Jets, you may say, well, JT, they desperately need a quarterback. Yeah, you do. But if you're going to go ahead and give up a first round pick for a quarterback why not go ahead give up two first round picks and then pay Lamar Jackson a quarterback who is younger than Aaron Rodgers and last season Lamar Jackson was better than Aaron Rodgers like there are some options out there for the New York Jets if they can't land Aaron Rodgers now there's not a lot of you know good options out there if you can't get a rock but you definitely do have some options out there I don't think the Jets should give up that high of a draft pick for a guy who's 39 years old and recently considered retirement and is coming off the worst season of his career. If Aaron Rodgers was coming off another fantastic season, I wouldn't have no problem giving up that pick, even if he was only going to play for one year because you know what you're going to get out of Aaron Rodgers. But based on what we saw from Aaron Rodgers last season... Even though the Jets do have a pretty good roster that is equipped to win right away with A-Rod, you just don't know how his play on the field is going to be. So giving up the 13th overall pick or first round pick for Aaron Rodgers is really risky. Really risky. And I don't really think it's worth the risk if you are the New York Jets organization. There aren't a lot of great quarterback options out there. But at the same time, you still do have a couple of options 
versus going ahead and giving up a first rounder for a guy who may not be playing past 2023 for you. I came across a really interesting report that claims that the Las Vegas Raiders attempted to trade up with the Chicago Bears for the first overall pick in this year's draft. According to The Athletic, the Raiders attempted to trade for the Bears' first overall pick prior to the Panthers trading up, but the price was too steep. They asked for a 2023 first-round pick, a 2023 second-round pick, two future first-round picks, and a future second-round pick. So let me see if I got this straight. All the Chicago Bears wanted in return for the number one overall pick was for the Raiders to give them the seventh overall selection that they currently occupy along with the second round pick that they have in this year's draft to go along with two first round picks for the 2024 and 2025 NFL drafts along with a future second rounder. And the Raiders just said, you know what, you're asking for way too much. We're out. We're just going to go ahead and sign Jimmy Garoppolo, a guy who isn't better than the previous quarterback that we felt wasn't good enough to return for us next season, a guy who consistently proves that he can't stay healthy, and also a quarterback who in big moments and big games, instead of showing up and coming up big, comes up small more times than not. We're just going to roll with him. Josh McDaniel's job security may be on the line this season, and he rather put his job security in the hands of a quarterback who struggles to stay healthy and isn't even better than the quarterback that he had last year. That doesn't make any sense to me. If I was Josh McDaniels and my job was on the line, I would rather roll the dice and take my chances with Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, two quarterbacks who are considered to be generational QB prospects, than roll with the injury-prone Jimmy Garoppolo, who should have a big warning sticker taped on the front of his helmet that says, warning, fragile luggage, handle with care. How does that make any sense? I'm pretty sure you Raiders fans would have been more excited with CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, or even Anthony Richardson starting for you at quarterback this year, as opposed to Jimmy Garoppolo. And you can say, well, JT, those quarterbacks haven't taken a single snap of NFL football. You don't know what to expect. I understand that. But Josh McDaniels is considered to be an offensive-minded coach. If I'm an offensive-minded coach, I'm going to take my chances rolling with a rookie quarterback, especially two really good ones and Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. If you was in Josh McDaniels' shoes right now and you had to pick between Jimmy Garoppolo or trading up three first-round picks and two second-rounders to get C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young first overall, what would you do? Because I'm pretty sure most of us would opt to trade up for the first overall pick so we can get either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Josh McDaniels and the Las Vegas Raiders organization right now, they're not really making a lot of sense to me. I don't understand why you would even try to trade up for the number one overall pick without realizing the kind of compensation that you would have to give up for it. When the 49ers traded up for the third overall pick with the Miami Dolphins a couple of years back to trade for to draft Trey Lance, they gave the Dolphins three first rounders. The Carolina Panthers gave the Chicago Bears 
two first round picks, two second rounders, and DJ Moore for the number one overall pick in this year's draft. You mean to tell me the Las Vegas Raiders thought that the Bears were asking for way too much for the first overall pick? You could have had CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, but instead you say, nah, bruh, we're good. We'd rather take our chances with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't really think that makes a lot of sense. C.J. Stroud has prototypical size that you look for at the quarterback position. He has elite accuracy, ball placement. He throws with great anticipation. And he has enough athleticism that he can get outside the pocket and pick up yards with his legs if need be. Bryce Young is like a mix between Russell Wilson and Drew Brees. He has high football IQ, great pocket awareness that you don't see for a guy of his size. And this guy just is a gamer. Every time the game is on the line and Alabama needed Bryce Young to step up and make a big play, he delivered every single time. And yet, the Raiders felt like it wasn't worth taking the risk, giving up the necessary compensation to potentially draft their franchise quarterback. they rather go with the injury-prone quarterback and Jimmy Garoppolo. Would you guys have traded with the Chicago Bears for the first overall pick? Would you have given up the compensation that Chicago was seeking in order to have the opportunity to trade for the first pick and have the potential at drafting two of the best quarterback prospects to come out in recent memory? I don't really understand what the Las Vegas Raiders organization are doing right now. Josh McDaniel's job could be on the line this year, and he'd rather put the future of his job security in the hands of an injury-prone quarterback who probably won't even last the first 12 weeks of the season. Doesn't really make a lot of sense to me at all. Now, we already know that the Raiders signed Jimmy Garoppolo to a three-year deal and for agency, he is expected to be their starting quarterback for this upcoming season. But there's a rumor circulating around that says that Las Vegas attempted to trade up with the Chicago Bears for the number one pick in this year's draft, but the Bears' asking price for it was way too high. The Raiders couldn't make the trade happen, and ultimately, Chicago sent the pick to the Carolina Panthers. Now, this tells us a couple of things about how the Raiders feel about their current draft positioning. Either A, they feel like the quarterback prospect that they really want isn't going to be available when it's their turn to pick, or B, they feel like picking seventh overall doesn't put them in the best position to land any of the top quarterback prospects that they really want. Rather that be Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, or Anthony Richardson. If the Raiders are looking for a rookie quarterback to sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo, I think they should draft Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker. I have him ranked as my third best quarterback in this draft class behind Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. He's accurate with the football. He has a very strong arm. He makes fantastic decisions with the football. His last two seasons at Tennessee, he had the best touchdown to interception ratio in all of college football. 58 touchdowns, only five interceptions. He's a pretty good athlete. He can get outside the pocket, extend plays, buy time for wide receivers to get open. And he also can pick up yards 
with his legs. I think Hendon Hooker going to the Las Vegas Raiders would be the perfect situation for him. He is coming back from an ACL injury that he suffered late during his final season at Tennessee. If he never suffered that ACL injury, Tennessee probably would have made it into the college football playoffs. He most likely would have won the Heisman Trophy, and he probably still would have been a projected first-round pick behind Stroud and Bryce Young. So for the Las Vegas Raiders, if they can draft Hendon Hooker in the second or third round, they're pretty much getting a first-round talent at quarterback in day two, which would be an absolute steal for them. Plus, you're getting a guy who wouldn't have to come in and start right away. You'll give Hendon Hooker some more time to continue to get healthy from that ACL injury. According to some reports out there, he's expected to be ready to participate in football activities by the time training camp rolls around. But even if Hendon Hooker was fully healthy and the Raiders were to draft him, they still wouldn't be able to start him week one because it's going to be a little bit of a transitional period for Hendon Hooker going from college football to the NFL simply for the fact that he played in the air raid style offense during his time playing QB for the Vols. And we already know that the air raid offense doesn't really have a good track record at producing NFL caliber quarterbacks outside of Patrick Mahomes and Gardner Minshew. Those have been the most successful quarterbacks to come from that style of offense. So for Hendon Hooker, Going to the Las Vegas Raiders, he will have to sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo for a while as he continues to learn uh, the NFL-style offense and tries to get acclimated to the speed of the NFL game. But eventually, if Jimmy Garoppolo gets injured, which there is a high chance of that happening because Jimmy Garoppolo is the definition of fragile luggage, he doesn't really have a great track record of being able to stay available for a full season. And even if Jimmy Garoppolo stays healthy, he may not give you the best quarterback play. So if he struggles, you can end up inserting Hendon Hooker. And the supporting cast around him will be good enough for the Raiders to be able to have success. Hendon Hooker will be throwing to Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, who you just signed, and third and Renfro. Then you'll have Josh Jacobs, one of the best running backs in the backfield right behind Hendon Hooker. And you can do so many things with Hendon Hooker. As a matter of fact, you could do more things with Hendon Hooker than you could do with Jimmy Garoppolo. Design quarterback runs, read options, RPOs. Drafting Hendon Hooker would be able to open up your playbook so much more if you're Josh McDaniels. And although I don't think Josh McDaniels is a good head coach, I do think that he is a pretty good offensive mind. So he will be able to design the offense around Hendon Hooker's strengths and be able to have Hendon Hooker ready and be able to succeed in the NFL. So if Las Vegas is looking for a rookie quarterback to sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo for a couple of weeks or maybe a year or two, I think Hendon Hooker would be the perfect pick for him. You don't have to waste the first round selection on him. You get him second, third, maybe the fourth round. He'll be an absolute gem. You already met with him back in February, according to the Draft Network's Ryan Fowler. The Raiders met extensively with Hendon Hooker, so you already have a pretty good amount of familiarity with him. And I just think that Hendon Hooker would be embraced by the Las Vegas Raiders fan base. This is somebody who's a hard worker. He puts a lot of time into his craft. And this guy has all the skills and the tangibles that you look for and a potential franchise quarterback. He doesn't have 
the red flags that Anthony Richardson and Will Levis have. He's pretty sound when it comes to the fundamentals and mechanics. He has good footwork. His throwing motion is pretty compact. I think that Hendon Hooker going to the Raiders would be one of the best draft picks that the Raiders have made in recent memories. But I'm eager to hear you guys' thoughts. Do you guys think the Raiders should draft Hendon Hooker in the 2023 NFL Draft?